Welcome to the Small Business Surgeon Podcast, the show where we dissect the businesses of top producers, examine their growth strategies, and share with you the bare bones of their success. I am your host, Samuel Smith, and I'm glad you're here. Let's operate. Hey guys, what's up? Welcome to the New Year's Eve edition of Friday Fire on the Small Business Surgeon Podcast. I am so glad that you all are here with me today on your New Year's Eve. I will not keep you guys too long. Um, You're probably expecting like a podcast to do with like resolutions and forgiveness and second chances and new starts and new year, new me. Well, there's probably six thousand other podcasts about that this week. So uh, I'm actually going to give a little bit of business value and dive into uh, a few things that you can do in the first month of next year. So if you're making New Year's resolutions, I want you to add this to your first month of next year. I'm actually going to drop a little Friday fire today on some uh, Google stuff that you'll really, really, really need to get up to speed on as far as growing the organic side of your business and growing industry validation, uh, making you the number one source for information, for updates, for any kind of thing that somebody looking for something related to your industry will be searching for trying to see on Google. It's, uh, It's super, super simple to do. It's not easy. There's many, many steps to get done. Um, But I think that would give you guys a little more value than the resolutions. And as always, uh, guys, if you get any value out of this show at all, if I make you laugh, if I make you cry, if I make you think, um, please go ahead, share the show. I don't charge anything. I don't run ads. This is all me just giving value out into the universe and uh, hoping that you all can get a little bit of value back and do a little bit better job at growing your businesses because that's why I'm here. All right, so we're going to look today at Google My Business. And Google My Business is, um, it's ever-changing names. Uh, It'll probably change the name twice in the next two months anyway. But no matter what the name is, the Google Business Profile is, you know, it's what comes up when somebody searches your company name um, there. And let's say you're on a desktop. It's it's the block on the right-hand side that has all your company information and stuff like that. If you don't have one, you should probably go and build one. Um, You know, Facebook and social media um, marketing is generally it's it's interruption based marketing where you add value to people and you're interrupting what they're doing. They're scrolling. So you're trying to engage them. You're trying to entertain them, trying to educate them. But above all, you're interrupting what they're doing and putting stuff in front of them for them to consume. Whereas on Google, it's generally search. People are generally looking for something specific when they go that route. So it's a different kind of message. It's a different kind of marketing, but it has the same roots. And if you can use the tools that Google provides to establish yourself as the authority in your marketplace, um, then you'll be light years ahead of these guys of your competition when people come to search for you and search for your business. yeah, let's pick a business type. Um, you know what? Um, let, let, let's pick real estate agents because that's an easy one because I've got plenty of experience at it. So here's some tips for your Google My Business. Um, number one, make sure it's all filled out correctly. Um, so if you have a Google My Business and your website 
doesn't match your email address, your phone number's not on there, your opening hours aren't there. Let's say maybe a, a lot of people, a lot of my clients especially, they'll go and they'll, they'll register their business, they'll set up the page and they'll say, right, I'll get back to this later and they never actually do anything with it. So obviously the first critical step is walking through that page and getting everything set up with accurate information, accurate data. Um, Google's gonna send you a little card to your mailing address with a code on and you'll verify that that's who you are and then you'll get the little uh, check mark there by your business that you've been verified. But that's where most people stop. And what Google My Business is, um, is technically, it's, it's a social media platform disguised as a search engine. And so, these search results reward people for consistency and for content over time. So if you've got consistent content going on there, it will show your business more and more times in the search results. You can actually tickle the algorithm, give it what it wants, and it will reward you. So the first thing you wanna do is add photos in a gallery. So you can build a photo gallery. It's critical to Google and to feature in Google Maps results, it's critical that you turn location information on in the picture when you're taking them. So now, if you've got pictures you already wanna use and you don't have location information on, there are apps out there that you can get that will insert the uh, information into the picture, but that's not my specialty. Just uh, jump on your phone and turn the location information on. That is uh, very important because again, it does, Google is going to match the locations you took your pictures at against the locations of people that are searching for it. So if, for example, you were a realtor in Dallas and you put, you know, you, you were selling real estate actually in Addison, um, you probably would be better off ranking for realtor in Addison and tagging all your pictures in Addison. And that's where Google knows where you're at. So when somebody searches Dallas realtor and their IP address shows them in Addison, Google will know to show you because your tags on those pictures match the address there. So that's super important. But what do we want pictures of? Um, you know, it's, it's, so, it's so difficult, right? Because we sell, like, as, as a realtor, we sell houses. Um, as a plumber, you sell pipes. As a, as a freaking lawyer, you sell legal documents, right? So taking pictures of the things you sell, there's only so many pictures of a piece of pipe you could want to look at for a plumbing company, right? We don't want to see that. We want to see the plumbers. We want to see the employees. We want to see the realtor. We want to see the guy on the roof doing the roofing inspection. We want to see you going about your daily business, all right? So as you're building this shit, flip it around and say, what does my customer want to see, right? Does the customer want to see the house you just sold? Yeah, probably not. Or does the customer want to see a selfie of you going, oh, here we are at 123 Fake Street and uh, I'm doing inspections today. This is what we're up to. See, they want to be engaged more than just showing a picture of the house. So if you're taking your pictures, you know, pictures of some pictures of your products, pictures of your vehicles, if you've got branding and stuff on there, but pictures of people working and, and, and you're going to, hopefully by this point in time, if you've been following along, <laughs> you're gonna have cultivated a likable, attractive character in your Facebook posts and in your other social media. So don't think of Google My Business as something just for pictures of your business. Think of it as an additional social media platform that you are taking the likable, attractive character you've already created on Facebook and on Instagram and just replicating it on Google My Business. So pictures are super important. 
there is a difference, right, between picture galleries and pictures in posts, okay? So you're going to want to upload a couple of pictures a week to your picture gallery to keep it active, but you're also going to want to upload a couple of posts a week, and they can either be the same pictures or different pictures, and these posts are going to be long form about, here I am, here's what I'm doing, here's what happened, here was the problem, here's how we solved it. So they're going to be several paragraphs long of engaging and educational social media posts. The same stuff that you're creating on Facebook, you're going to port over and recreate it into, uh, into Google My Business. And also, you know, you can have multiple locations for the same business managed out of one Google profile. So that's super helpful. But essentially, right, the more active Google accounts, the more traffic they get sent in the search results. And from the tests of the guys that taught me, uh, they have found that the optimum is uh, about two posts a week. Uh, any more than that, it doesn't really affect the, uh, the rankings and it's a lot more work and uh, any less than that, and uh, it doesn't seem, to, uh, doesn't seem to do the job either. So they found the optimum there's about two posts a week. That's two new pictures a week and uh, two newsfeed posts a week. And the real key here, as well as location services, tag your pictures with relevant keywords to your industry and include relevant keywords in your posts. So if I was making a post, I would make sure my post somewhere in there had College Station Realtor or College Station Real Estate Agent, if, if again, if I was doing this for my real estate business, or I would make sure it had whatever product or service I sold plus whatever city, because when most people are Googling stuff, they what do they look for? Plumber in Dallas, plumber in College Station, you know, lawyer in College Station, whatever. You can probably tell what town I live in now. <laughs> so anyway, make sure to put your keywords into your pictures as tags and insert those keywords in the description of what you're doing in your post. And that way, Google knows, hey, they're searching for this, this business profile matches, let's get it up there. And there are all kinds of keyword plugins, whatever browser you use on your, on your desktop, whether it's Chrome, Firefox, Oprah, whatever browser you use, there's all kinds of plugins available for um, keyword tools. I can't remember the name of the one I use. Um, I've been using it for years and I'm not at my, uh, I'm not at my desktop computer right now. So um, just any keyword tool, um, there's gonna be a plugin and that will tell you, you can go and search, and it will tell you the most searched keywords and the most searched long tail keywords for your specific niche. And then if you optimize your pictures and your posts with those keywords, you'll start seeing a, uh, a nice, nice uptick in traffic. All right, so once you've got all that, don't forget, post consistently, right? A couple of keywords a week, and post stuff, right? especially if you're in the service industry, that answers common questions. A lot of people miss out on this, but most people, right, they're not gonna search for how to hire, uh, uh, what's the best painter in town, right? But there's a really good chance they're gonna be searching for how to fix a crack in some sheetrock. Bear that in mind. Think of the problems your clients are searching for that you solve, right? So I don't, I don't rank, or I don't try to rank for buy a house in College Station, 
because that's like just a pain in the dick. But ranking for first time home buyer or how do I get a mortgage or, you know, what is an appraisal or that kind of stuff. Like when people ask those questions, they're so much further down the buyer funnel as well. So as you're putting your keywords together, think of what problems that you solve for your clients and what will they be looking for? Because people aren't looking for a plumber, they're looking for how to fix a leaky faucet. Yeah? Okay, good, got that. So link your Google My Business posts back to your website and back to your blog. And this is gonna add authority backlinks that will, again, come around, it will help with the rankings. And really here, like the key word on this is consistency. If you're consistently doing a couple of posts a week and consistently dropping a couple of images a week and using the same keywords and solving problems for people, this shit will pick up and you will pop right up those Google rankings and end up in the top ones. And the thing about Google, man, is people know what's advertised. They know what's paid for now. They know those top few search results are paid for and they just skim right past them. They're still looking for the organic goodness. And depending on which version of Google you're looking for, that's either ranking organically or ranking in maps. Like, but most people now understand, hey, this is a paid ad and they're just gonna scroll a little bit further down and find the one that has been organically ranked due to giving value and good customer service. The next thing, reviews, man, how many reviews? And I'm, I'm bad about this too, because, um, you know, part of me feels like I'm begging, but the way to get reviews is to actually set the expectation at the beginning, right? You know, set the expectation when you go in there that most people now know that reviews online are the lifeblood for getting more business. If I'm gonna hire somebody, the first thing I do, or hire a company to do something for me, the first thing I do is Google them and read their reviews. I read their good reviews to see what they did right, and I also read their one-star reviews. And the thing about one-star reviews is many of them are nefarious, um, but if you've irritated me enough to go and leave a one-star review, there must be something very, very bad about your business. And I've only ever left one in my life, and it was in 2010, and it was a terrible, terrible experience. But be sure and read the one-star reviews, because if a business owner is responding to them and saying, hey, you know, you've never been a customer here, we have no record of you, then it could be, um, they could be a lot better business than you realize. It's, it's very easy for two or three people to drop some one-star reviews and to, uh, to, to hurt small businesses. So always give them a chance and read the reviews. But if you don't have reviews, you have to ask for them. Follow up with your clients. And you have to look at one-star reviews. If you do get them, you have to look at them as a chance to learn and to grow. And you say, what did I go wrong here? What did I do wrong? What can I do to make this right? And the client may or may not remove the one-star review, even if you do make it right. But if you get that kind of review, it can really, really hurt your shit online. So make sure to follow up with the review, follow up with the client, and do what you can to fix that issue. Um, it is super important that number one, you respond to every review you get, and number two, you respond within a limited time frame. It's generally about 24 hours. I would try to keep it to 12 at least. But respond to all reviews. Thank the people for the positive reviews. 
offer fixes and solutions for the negative reviews. And here's some secret sauce. Add your keywords in the answers that you give to the reviews. Yeah. All right. So we're going multiple levels deep. When you answer your client reviews, tuck your keywords in there. Just sprinkle them in, not too liberally, but just make sure they're in there. And then again, that all circles back around. If you can ask clients to take pictures with them, um, maybe you've done a real estate closing or maybe you just finished painting their house or maybe whenever you conclude business, if you're in the kind of business where you're like, hey man, would you mind me snapping a selfie for social media? If you've done a great job, 95% of your clients aren't gonna have a problem with that. And that's another way to validate yourself. Okay, so you ask for the review, you ask for a picture, then what have we got? We got content for Facebook, we've got content for Google My Business. You see how it's all kind of linked together, right? So you ask your clients to take a picture with you at closing, you say, hey man, I'm gonna text that to you. Hey, would you mind uploading it when you leave the Google review for me? And then boom, you've segued into that super easily. There's no awkwardness there, you know? Um, reviews are super important. We don't wanna use fake reviews. Always use real reviews from real customers. Um, but it's imperative that you get at least one new review every single month because that shows you're engaging with customers, it shows you're still in business, and it shows the algorithm that, hey, this guy is being active, we can send him more, uh, more leads, we can send him more traffic, that kind of stuff. Now, you can also incentivize your employees to go out and get reviews. Um, you know, if the client drops the employee's name in the review, maybe the employee gets a little bonus or something. Um, I don't generally do that because um, most of my employees are uh, inward facing, but uh, it's something I may consider in the future if realtors do a great job and uh, they ask for five-star reviews and tag themselves in it, then yeah, I, I don't see why I couldn't be liberal with a bonus or two, you know, just um, this is all stuff, guys, that I'm learning and implementing within my companies. Um, we've had Google My Business, um, and I get quite a few leads from Google because of all my YouTube work and all my SEO work. However, I'm only just now starting to fine tune this because I hired a company to help me set it up. And I thought, you know what, I'm gonna share what I learned with, uh, with my audience because if it can help me, it can certainly help you all. All right, so the last thing you've got to be cognizant of is citations. Now, what a citation is, is your business appearing in another quote unquote authority directory. Now there's hundreds of these authority directories, they all have a different weight, but I know you know some of them. Uh, there'll be Yelp, uh, we've all heard of Yelp, we've all heard of uh, you know, Yell.com, the, the former Yellow Pages staff, you know, White Pages. There's so many um, directories of business that are viewed as authority directories. You want to appear in every single one of these. You need your name, your address, your phone number, your website, and it needs to be consistent across all these platforms. Now, you can go ahead and do this yourself. You can run a test on a directory source. You can see which directories you appear in, which ones you don't. And by the time you're done, you'll have a list of between three and 500 directories that you don't appear in. And then what you'll do is you'll think, right, let me get added to these directories. And you'll do about five of them and you'll be like, fuck, that's a lot of directories and this is far too time consuming. <clears throat> so the way to get citations 
is either be stubborn and waste tens of hours of time building them out yourself, or if like me, and like I hope everybody that listens to this show, I hope your time is more valuable than sitting and typing citations, which is a very, very easy $10 an hour task. <coughs> Excuse me. So as you're building your citations and dropping your website into authority directories, you should probably look at outsourcing this. There are companies that specialize in this that have employees and bots that crawl all over the internet and do it for you. They are several hundred dollars a month and they are a completely worthwhile investment. Um, so I would highly recommend that. But that's it. That is my Google business profile run through and my tips for you guys. Okay. So firstly, it's the content, right? Make sure everything's correct. Name, address, email, phone number, opening hours, everything. Verify your business on there. Add pictures, add a gallery, make posts at least two a week. Geotag your pictures and keyword tag your pictures. Write your keywords in your post. Keep going. Be consistent. Okay? Do this week in, week out. Month in, month out. You do it six to nine months and you're going to see some freaking amazing results. Post to your profile. Stay consistent. Ask for reviews. Get reviews. Respond to reviews. And very importantly, get yourself into all of the authority directories because it will give you citations and backlinks back to your site. Consistency is the key to this shit. It must be like week in, week out, over and over and over. And remember, as you're doing this stuff, right, your content, it shouldn't be biased one way or another. It shouldn't be, hey guys, who wants to buy a house? Or, you know, hey guys, look at me, I'm a great plumber, all right? It should be for the audience, for the consumer, not for you. So you're creating content for your audience based on what your audience needs at the time. So Google My Business, remember, we're searching for shit. So generally when people search and they've got questions that they want answered. So if you wanted 52 weeks of content, right, two posts a week, go and find the most common problems in your industry, the most common questions in your industry, and solve them in your post every single time. Drop in the keywords into the solution because you've got to educate these people that are coming to you for a solution to their problems. This is search marketing. Something's bothering them. They're looking for it. Yeah? What do I want when I'm looking for something? I want to be educated and presented with a solution. Right? This content is not for you to say how fucking great you are. This content is for the consumer. It's there to educate them and it's there to guide them towards making the decision to pick up the phone and call you because you're the expert. All right? I really, really hope that helped. Bookmark this podcast if you need to. Save it. Go back over it. And if you're doing New Year's resolutions, all right, make one. Resolve to be cool. Resolve to do the work, no matter what it takes. Resolve to fuck your excuses. And resolve to be consistent this year about posting in your Google My Business. And you will find a whole new stream of revenue that you had been sleeping on. All right, my friends, that's it for 2021. We're going to close out this fucking year. It's been phenomenal. I just am starting to scratch the surface of 
the next level of success and I like what I'm seeing. And a lot of my success has been tied directly to this podcast and the Apex Network and the amount of work that I've been willing to do for it. And to you guys that listen and share my content and retain my team for all your shit, guys, I love you all so much. Um, I cannot wait to see what 2022 brings. So have a wonderful New Year's Eve. Have a wonderful party tonight. Set off some fireworks. Be good. Stay safe. And uh, tune in Monday because we're kicking off the year with the champ himself. Mr. Dante Smiley will be on the podcast Monday for you guys. He is a professional wrestling champion. He owns a gym and personal fitness facility, and he is an Amazon best-selling author. So you'll be sure and tune in Monday. And uh, guys, have a fucking great weekend, and let's make 2022 one to blow the doors off. So have a great night, guys. Love you all. This has been the Small Business Surgeon Podcast. If you've made it this far, you clearly like it. So go on iTunes and leave us a five-star review. This helps people find the show and spread the good word. Share with friends and follow us at Small Business Surgeon on Facebook and Instagram. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you for your follow-up next week. The Small Business Surgeon was recorded at Texas Media Foundry in historic downtown Bryan, Texas. Check them out at txfoundry.com or on social media at txfoundry. Thanks for tuning in.